Hey everybody, welcome to another segment of Tony's show, and today, sorry I'm running late, uh, I had computer problems earlier, and trying to get another program to operate in a Windows 10 operating system that isn't designed to run, so I had to get some help, got it up finally, and then I got caught up in other things, and here I am running late. Anyway, I want to reiterate some of the stuff that we talked about on the live stream, um, in regarding to some of the stuff we talked about so that some of you don't listen to the live stream which is okay and because you guys can't get in or for whatever reason maybe you only even like the live stream which is okay too <laughs> but um, but anyway I've got the information and I try to have the information on the next pod or the pod before or after so that if you don't get into the live stream you can still see the pods and look up the references and the research to see what I'm seeing so that you can continue to stay current, you know, because we are heading deeper and deeper into the abyss, and we're going to need to have our wits about us. Anyway, um, I was listening to this program on YouTube, and I mentioned about dropping like flies. And people are dying pretty regularly these days, and it's all tied to the uh, corona, the corona, the beer that killed everybody. <laughs> the buddy of mine was telling me today that he had relatives that were in the hospital and uh, had uh, blood clots in the respiratory system. Now, they had gotten two shots, and this was their end result. And even while they were in the hospital, they were denying that the shot had anything to do with it. This was all done because of genetics, and this was going to continue to happen, so forth and so on. And you're going to have a lot of dumb, 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 dumb people out there that are not going to be able to see the forest for the trees. And I'm going to tell you now, don't waste your time on them. If they cross over in your, on your turf then deal with them accordingly, you know, whatever it takes to either uh, have them leave or you leave if you don't really want to deal with them. Family members are going to be the dumbest of the dumb, especially if you're a family member and you're trying to reach them, they will not listen to you. This is some of the stupid shit they'll say. Well, you do you have a degree in medicine? <laughs> no, I don't have a degree in medicine, but I, my eyes still work pretty good. And I can see if you take a shot and drop dead, there's a direct connection to that. But hey, if you need a medical degree to see this, then something's wrong. <laughs> Something is a little effed up. When we're looking at some of the stupid things they may say, well, you know, I'm doing this for you. No, you're not doing it for me. I didn't ask you. Did I ask you to do this for me? Did I ask you to go out there and take something in your, put something in your body that wasn't tested? Did I ask you to put a bioweapon in your system? No, you didn't do it for me. You did it for them and you were kissing their ass so you can go traveling, go to a bowling lane, a supermarket, church, whatever you wanted to do. This was what they gave you to do it. See, again, we're going to hear all kinds of bullshit. And I am noticing more and more, and I'm getting, I'm hearing this more and more from people, <clears throat> that they're not associating with their family members anymore. They're associating with other people that are awake or haven't taken the jab or whatever because they can 
have a conversation. They can relate to each other. They can discuss things that we're talking about on the show. And they, it's just, again, it's a frustration for them because they have been, their family members have been turned into ding-dongs. You know, literally ding-dongs. <clears throat> so don't sweat it anymore. Share what you can. Open their eyes if you can. Try to help them not take any more jabs. I was hearing another video today, and I was hearing a guy saying that, oh, in 12 months you can shake this thing. He was full of shit, period. That ain't going to happen. Immune system is not going to rebound. Because, again, this is the ridiculousness of this interview. While the guy was talking about this in this interview about how dangerous the shot was and what it was doing, I was breaking down the DNA. There's no way after it gets down to a certain point this is going to rebound back. And even Pfizer's telling you after the third one, you're done. So stick a fork in you. Get your RIP. You know, because that's where you're going. So, again, there's going to be a lot of bullshit on this. And I'm also thinking, I was thinking today about certain things that we hear about from some of the doctors that are coming out here. Now, they're standing up, and they're standing up for, you know, the violation of the general population, and they took the jab, they were forced to take the jab, they were oppressed, and blah da dee and blah da da Oh, and they're out there now. Where the fuck were they two and a half years ago? See, I, I get a little suspicious. It's just my nature. It's a Mediterranean thing. Mediterraneans can relate to this, you know. When you see stuff like this, and all of a sudden now there's a 180 going on, and they're no longer kissing the ass of this establishment, and now they're saying, oh, well, you know, they made us do this, they made us do that. Where were they when the fight was needed? Where were they? Where were these so-called doctors that are coming out there now, talking the shit they're talking? Where were they? See, I, I, it, I, uh, I'm thinking Trojan horse. Trojan horse. See, you get these doctors to come out here. They're going to speak to speech and all that bullshit. They're going to get the general population to start, you know, trusting these doctors. And then they're going to go in to see these so-called doctors, these revolutionaries. And then something will happen. They'll prescribe something or they may actually inject them with the killer, the uh, bioweapon. Or they'll give them something else. Maybe they'll give them a pill, tell them to swallow a pill. And then all of a sudden they have a major, major, major breakout of some kind of biological agent. Some of you are saying I'm a bit being paranoid. Really? I will explain why I'm saying this. About eight years ago, I had a woman from London, Ontario come down to see me because she went to work one day and a couple of people walked by her thermos and they put something in it. A drug, a pill, a liquid, something. So... Unbeknownst to her, at, the t at that point in time, she drank her coffee. By the time she got home, she was sick. And she also noticed that these people walked by her car, 
giggling and laughing because they had put something in her drink that she didn't realize at that time, but later on she figured it out. Anyway, when she went to the doctor, she went to an alternative doctor, you know, one that was licensed as medicine but had been stripped from his license, so he's practicing herbalism and orthomolecular in different ways. So when he took a test from her, and he did an analysis on her, and then he actually, ex not x-rayed her, he ran some kind of uh, uh, device on her where he could see her blood flowing. She had no blood. She had some kind of contaminant that had taken over. And when they did the analysis on her system, she had, out of 34 pathologies, out of 34 pathologies, she had 28 out of 34. He said that's virtually impossible. So I'm saying, because I, I thought about that tonight, and I thought about, you know, I wonder now, these bastards coming out here with their bullshit, now they're going to now, you know, help, the, I'm going to help you get this stuff out of you. We're going to pull it out. We're going to, oh, we're going to save you now. Oh, if you've only taken the two shots in about 12 months, you should be, you know, you won't be fully okay, but you'll be better. <laughs> <laughs> insulted insulted the earth's English you're not going to be fucked you're just going to be a little fucked <laughs> you're not going to be fully fucked you're just going to be just a little fucked that's how stupid that sounds and again don't be naive with this this war is not over this war I know people want to say well I'm done with this I don't want to do this anymore I'm tired I want to go back to my life I want to go back to normal well we are not in a normal world normal today is insanity that's what's normal when politicians are saying some shit that um, that <laughs> I got this. I gotta let you listen to <laughs> this. I gotta let you. Well, politicians are saying the shit they're saying. Okay, in regard to what they've done and the money that they've made and the blood that they've drank at your expense. I want to play this. This is called "The Prime Minister Stole Freedom," presented by Justin Trudeau. This is all a hologram of some kind. I want you to listen to this. As I heard it, I was I was really impressed. <laughs> I gotta say, I was impressed. <laughs> because when you watch this video and you actually see this this uh, <laughs> this this thing that's we call a prime minister, <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna hear this and I think maybe, hopefully, you'll gain a perspective that you should have about all politicians. I, I like the Alberta pre, uh, Premier. I really do. I like what she's saying. But really, I don't know if this is another DeSantis thing. We're going to get everybody to move to Alberta. And then all of a sudden, you hit them with a, with a wild uh, snowstorm, tornado, or something to wipe them out because they're now all concentrated. This, I don't know, you know, but it, it just seems a little odd 
that Carrie was such a wimp and this one is such a macho woman, you know, it, it's it's amazing, just amazing. But, anyway, I'm going to play this. <laughs> this, like I said, was a hoot. Give me a second, I gotta find it again. Where do you go? All right, here we go. Here we go. Hi, this is Justin Trudeau, the great Canadian book that I'd like to share with you today is one that marked me very recently. It was a book that I got excited about reading through. It's called How the Prime Minister Stole Freedom by Derek Smith. Here was a book that I could relate to on just about any level. And my lifelong love of reading really took off, if it can be said to have started at any given moment, uh, when I first started this book. It starts very simply in the city of Ottawa on Parliament Hill. The Canadian government debate and pass bills. Every person in Canada liked freedom a lot, but the prime minister who ran the country did not. He hated it all, even the Charter of Rights and Freedoms. Please don't ask why. We don't know the reason. There's no explanation that started it all. But maybe that his brain was three sizes too small. He stood at his window, looking down at the town, sipping his cardboard juice box, water bottle sort of thing, with a frown. People kind, he muttered. They think they are free, but what they don't realize is they work for me. My accounts are in need of filling, and I have just the excuse that I need. A new virus is spreading, called COVID-19. It turns out the virus was spreading very quick. The people were frightened and got very sick. The Prime Minister held a conference with every news station as he pitched his plan to the rest of the nation. We need to adapt to a set of new rules. I will start by saying we are closing the schools. Speaking moistly spreads germs, and since that's the case, we will give you this mask to cover your face. Everything closes except big box stores. We really just need you all staying indoors. We need to keep everyone safe. This is not to be mean. Just stay in your house until we find a vaccine. The public obeyed and followed the rules till the government showed that they took them for fools. Some didn't wear masks during their conversations and some even went on lavish vacations. For months the feds handed out cash and donations which triggered a bad thing called inflation. The prime minister continued on his spending spree until Big Pharma announced a new COVID vaccine. He assembled his cabinet in a secretive meeting but his colleagues gave him an unwelcome greeting. Your leadership is tainted with elitist disgrace as you dance like a fool and dress up in blackface. Our polls are now dropping from lockdowns and fear. You need a new plan and it needs to be clear. Everyone be calm and please hear my pitch. For I am about to make all of you rich. A vaccine's been announced and now you will see. Everyone in the country will listen to me. We've locked them down tight from each other for ages and I've carefully reduced their freedoms in stages. We'll tell them the science is right on our side. And to get their lives back, they simply comply. And how do you think our profits are driven? We own the patent for every jab given. And what we do if they try to resist? We will label them all racist misogynists. And when they get their shot and think this is done, we'll just shift the rules and up it by one. We can say that it's mutated three times a year and push boosters annually and drive up the fear. The cabinet smiled as they all agreed that the prime minister's plan was sure to succeed. 
government pushed mandates with all of their might as people labeled each other and began to fight. Protests on both sides as to which side was right. All the hatred and division had no end in sight. Food prices shot up as wages stayed low and energy costs continued to grow. And housing it bubbled, students couldn't make rent, so they continued to live in their parents' basement. Many people were fired or took daily swabs for refusing the vaccine over their jobs. Until one day when the tide started to turn, an assistant approached, looking very concerned. Sir, the truckers are furious with mandates and rules. They claim that we are the ones that are fools. They say that we ignored their requests and their rights and that they will continue protest with no end in sight. They're driving their trucks here. They've already deployed and some are now calling it a freedom convoy. The prime minister sneered and laughed deep in his throat. He composed himself and then he started to gloat. My dear assistant, listen to me. These truckers are a small fringe minority. We can make them look awful. The people listen to me. We run this show for I am science, you see. We'll make them look so terrible that they'll turn around and no single protester will be left to be found. From coast to coast, the truckers drove through the snow and their small fringe numbers continued to grow. Then one day a trucker appeared in the town with thousands behind them from miles around. They filled every street as a big honking team. As the prime minister claimed, I have COVID-19, I really must go. I'm infectious, you see, and spend a week hide. Uh, hum, under quarantine. For days, the prime minister hid in his home, but the truckers refused to leave him alone. I simply don't get it. I don't get it one bit. The truckers won't leave. They continue to sit. They've blown bouncy houses and barbecues in the streets. Why won't they simply admit defeat? Dance parties, horn honking, as flags wave to and fro. These horrible truckers, they just have to go. As the days went on, it continued to grow. As the prime minister cursed them and said to go home. But the truckers refused, they continued to stand, for everyone's rights to return to the land. Then one day the prime minister answered back with aggression and held an emergency cabinet session. And if you asked the people in parliament, they'd say that his brain shrunk the more sizes that day. The protests must stop. They make me look bad. So I am invoking the Emergencies Act. Their voices and support continue to mount. So we'll pull their funding and freeze bank accounts. It's only for a short time. And I have a good reason that people are supporting terrorism and treason. We will remove all the protesters with fines or by force, but only if they refuse to leave here, of course. Their numbers grow with each passing hour. So we'll bestow cops with increase in power. The protesters stayed despite all their warnings until hordes of police arrived the next morning. The police were told that force was approved before the police charged and started to move. They pushed people back, crushed old ladies with horses, and even shot tear gas at independent reporters. The prime minister smiled as he looked down on the town at the people, fleeing and scurrying around. Their truck windows will be smashed and then towed away while we rack up and pound charges and fines they can pay. And when this is done, the people will know that I am their freedom and I'm in control. The truckers all left on foot or in cuffs as the police came in and took all of their stuff. The prime minister was sure his plan would succeed. That is until parliament began to proceed. The prime minister sat with a smug look on his face until the opposition stood and put him in his place. Mr. Prime Minister, please listen to me. Our country isn't a dictatorship, it's a democracy. You cannot silence people for being too proud or waving their flags or being too loud for standing in support of their fellow man or telling them their freedom is going to be banned. So listen to me and make no mistake, their freedom was something you simply can't take. 
It isn't physical like a truck or a bus. Our freedom resides in each one of us. Our charter of rights and freedom stands true and cannot be undone even by you. Your actions have caused us all great offense, so today I call for a vote of no confidence. The Prime Minister jumped. You can't do this to me. But the motion was granted and allowed to proceed. The votes came in and the Prime Minister was out, as he was escorted outside while he continued to shout. Welcome back freedom for one and for all. Welcome back freedom for the tall and the small. Home of the true north, the strong and the free, and the red and white flag with the red maple leaf. I love this book. When I was asked to pick a great Canadian book to recommend, um, I was really stumped for a while. I read so many great Canadian books that I've loved uh, that picking one was going to be really, really difficult. Except when I realized that if I went back to the first Canadian book, first Canadian story that I really loved, uh, how the Prime Minister stole freedom, came immediately to mind. Uh, and to see how well it aged, so funny and relevant still, uh, and to know that a few years from now, my children uh, will be reading and laughing of this Prime Minister, uh, is for me what makes this a great Canadian book. As you can see, we have a clown that is reading a script. And basically, what we're seeing is someone that just doesn't give a rat's backside about Canadians. It's flaunting the fact that he thinks you're an idiot. Flaunting the fact that they got away with something. Someone says to me, well, they're going to court now and they're taking them there and taking them there, you know. I'm not sure if it's human nature or human stupidity. And I don't even like to use the word human. That to continue to believe that we're going to see some kind of justification or uh, retribution for what's happened. Everything that I have seen so far, everything, <clears throat> has been a staged event. Now, I got a friend of mine, she always tells me I'm, I'm, I'm negative, and I keep telling her, no, I'm not negative, I'm realistic. <laughs> you know, I'm a realist. And she, and I say, you're an optimist, which is okay. You know, there's nothing wrong with being an optimist. And I say, I'm a realist and I'm still fighting because, you know, if I wasn't, if I was a pessimist or a negative, I wouldn't be fighting, but I'm still fighting. But when we're looking at everything that's going on so far, okay, we had a guy named Rocco. Remember him? He was a leader or a lawyer and he was going to fight and turn around and he got $330,000 in the court threw his case out the door. <laughs> Anything happened since then? Maybe I missed something. You know, we got a bioweapons factory in, in Quebec and now they want to build one in, in BC. They want to build another bioweapons factory in BC. BC was raising shit about the oil pipelines running along the Fraser River a couple of years back because they were afraid it might something might happen to pollute the river. And yet a bioweapons is being developed in, in BC right now. We're going to talk about it. 
And why, by bioweapons factory manufacturer, I'm referring to Moderna, Pfizer, AstraZeneca, Johnson Johnson, Sino, Sino, whatever, and the Russian Sputnik, or any other effing thing they want to put out there. So, what have we stopped exactly? What have we done exactly? They're still pursuing the agenda no matter what we do. And the courts are not doing much. They're, they're slowing things down. They're bogging the system all the time. And then you got an idiot like this reading from a book telling you, they basically read the script to everybody in Canada. How they, he's just mocking Canadians from pillar to post, top to bottom. You know, and again, delighting in reading the book. And this is my favorite book. Oh, I just can't get out favorite. Oh, you know, bullshit. So we're no, we're not really gaining ground here. When the truckers were, or the convoys were where they were, like I said, we were winning. We we're actually winning that, surprisingly enough, until. The U.S. got involved with Canadian affairs. Now, if they did this in Canada, what are they going to do when they start with the, with the U.S.? The U.S. is still on summer break. But what, what are they going to do when they start opening the radar networks and they start blasting the other states they're not blasting now? What's going to happen when they're going to when they start dropping more bioweapons from the sky? Nanites with technology. What's going to happen when they start releasing other so-called pathologies or maybe they might release a real one this time. We have this new Omicron XYZ123HIJ1094 da da dee da da da. It's a real it's a killer. It's got a 99% kill rate and we're going to allow it, let it on everybody in America because Americans don't give a shit we can tell them what they're going to do we give them their guns and we give them their toys and make noise and we'll kill them with a bioweapon they won't even know what killed them by the time they figure it out half of them will be dead I'm just presenting a perspective here Something that everyone needs to think about, not just the United States, not just the USA, Canada too. You got people living in rural areas in this country, living in mountainsides, lakes and streams, way up north, way out down east, way down south, wherever. And you can't, you may, it may be too difficult to get to them with conventional means. It might be just a little difficult, but it might be easier just to fly a drone and drop a genetic bomb in an area to wipe out everything in the area. Now let's let me think for a second here. Now who would be the most likely target to hit in with a with a genetic bomb? You, know, you don't have to, you don't you don't need nukes anymore. See, nukes are too too dirty. They're just too dirty. They, you drop them, they got a 125 miles circumference kill ratio. Unless you got the bigger bombs. And they destroy everything. See, and then you got to wait till the radiation subsides and, you know, whatever. So that's a pain in the ass. You got to wait 50 years before you can do anything with the land. That, that's, that's not profitable. 
not about your life. It's just not profitable. But we can at least release a genetic bomb in an area, wipe out the population in the area. It doesn't matter if they're animals, deer, bobcats, lynx, uh, wolverines, you know, moose, antelope, not antelope, sorry, caribou, bear, all kind, eagles, hawks, ravens, sparrows, finches, cardinals, blue jays, doesn't matter. Wipe, wipe out, drop a genetic bomb. You wait a couple weeks, then what you do is you drop a Hades bomb, burn up everything. Again, it just incinerates a localized area, which isn't so bad because you can still use the land. It's not radioactive. And you burn out all the, all the uh, genetics that may have somehow, you know, whatever. You, you wiped it out because it's done its job. It has killed... It has killed the people you wanted dead. It's killed animals. It's killed. It may have killed even the uh, the biology there. And then you just burn it up with a Haiti bomb. So, burns out in a week or two. Put a little calcium on the soil, a little borax. Wait a wait a couple months, and you're back in the saddle. See, you know who would be the ones that are going to get hit here. Who would be the ones that this would affect? How about the Mennonites? People, a group of people that believe in God. A biblically, or biblically orientated group of people that live in areas that are very rural and are farmers. How about the Amish? How about them? Same thing. Rural group of people believe in God, believe in biblical truths, and live out in the middle of nowhere. How about the Hutterites out west? Have their own little isolated areas where they live? They're sitting on prime land, <laughs> you know, farmland, whatever they got. How about the natives? How about the natives? They live scattered all over Canada. A lot of them had just said, Chuck, you Farley, to the system that we have and decided to go wherever they went. North, south, east, west, China, Russia, America, to the moon, wherever they went. So, who would they target? How about, how about a ghetto? How about a ghetto? How about a European ghetto? I'm not going to use the term white. I'm going to use the terms that we should be using. How about those of you know European descent or European ghettos? How about those ghettos of Hebrew ghettos? How about those ghettos from the people that live in the Middle East? How about those ghettos? How about, you know, working class ghettos? How about the ghettos with all those, you know, dark-skinned people? Africans, you know, Caribbean, East Indians, Hispanic, you know, Central Americans, you know, colored people. How about those ghettos? I mean, it wouldn't be, wouldn't be hard, would it? Put it in the water t table, 
Get up the next day, you go to grab a shower, next thing you know, you're shitting yourself, you can't stop shitting, you can't start puking, can't stop pissing, all of a sudden you got, you know, your brains are going all wacky, and you rush to the hospital, and they say, you need a COVID shot. <laughs> Too late, I've got it. <laughs> you got the new strain. <laughs> See, because now they need guinea pigs to try out their new, their new toys, right? Moderna's got to make their money. The bioweapons factory's got to make money. They got to make some money. How <laughs> those people in the ghetto, they ain't nothing. As long as we can make a dollar. As long as we can make a dollar. <laughs> we'll release the real deal this time. <clears throat> Say, we're going to a ghetto in Detroit. How about a ghetto in Toronto? How about a ghetto in Montreal? How about a ghetto in New York? How about a ghetto in Miami? How about a ghetto in, in uh, uh, Winnipeg? How about a ghetto in Vancouver? How about a ghetto in Los Angeles? We've got lots of ghettos there, right? <laughs> How about a ghetto, ghetto in Calgary? How about one down in Phoenix? Take your pick. Ghettos everywhere. Slums everywhere. Poor people everywhere. Natives are everywhere. This is what we're trusting. We're trusting a guy who can't find a pair of socks, a guy who puts on an eyelash and can't put it on correctly, a guy that puts shoe, pa shoe paint on his face. Then is reading us the story about his life and what he's doing, mocking the, the Canadian general population, and... <clears throat> is running the country. He's got eight counts of different things that he's done in this country that should give him at least 20 years for every account. I am wondering if he's even going to serve any time. I'm even wondering if he's even going to, uh, uh, if they give him a, a uh, bonus. <laughs> they give him a bonus. Some of you may think, oh, no, he's going to jail. He did this. Yeah, well, we'll see. I'm saying this not to be negative or positive. I'm not saying this to be pessimistic. I'm saying this to be realistic. Every time they have violated the laws, every time they have broke our uh, civil rights, every time they have manipulated whatever, again, Schwab and his group, WEF, have penetrated Canada. Oh, he penetrated to Canada. <laughs> now I hear that I hear that Putin uh, this week went and signed some kind of arrangement with the WEF. Imagine that. You know, the Russian government is also injecting into the umbilical cord a microchip for children in Russia. Isn't that just dandy? Isn't that just so Precious, we can now tag our children like we do dogs and cats. Because we're going to use them as currency. And so they have to be chipped so that we can now use them as money. Now here's a thought. I'm just going to, again, speaking off the cop, this is, I have no way to validate this. No way to justify this. But what if... What if chipping everybody as currency and all of a sudden now you're, you're, the money is being loaned to the Ukraine? And does that mean now you have to relocate to the Ukraine? 
because now the currency that they borrowed is in the Ukraine, and they borrowed it as you as a collateral. <laughs> is that how that's going to go? Yeah, it sounds crazy, I know. Sounds really stupid, I know that too. But I've seen dumber things and stupider things in my life come true. Because after all, you're no longer a person. You're just, you're just currency. You are the currency. You are the third strain DNA. You are the system that they are now going to shift you, shift you around like uh, war games. You got a big you know, map. And you got, you got uh, warships over here and planes over here and tanks and military over here and you know, supersonic missiles over here. And so when you're having this war game going on and you're having a war, does that mean now because Ukraine borrowed a $10 billion million that 10 billion million people now have to move over to the Ukraine because they have borrowed money and this is the currency? Makes you wonder. Makes you wonder. You know... When we're looking at a lot of things today, <laughs> you know, you got to shake your head, eh? You just got to shake your head. Yeah, Alberta Premier had made a speech, and it was a good speech. I liked the speech. You know, she, she, she definitely has got testicles. I don't believe that she's going to be able to do what she says she's going to do, and I'm just holding my breath now, hoping she doesn't do a Donald Trump. You know, uh, winning and manipulating... The American public, and then turning a bioweapon on them. Now imagine, imagine, this premier in Alberta makes some good positive changes, makes some things here and there that, again, isn't going to affect their agenda, and then after these bills are signed and everyone's going, yay, woohoo, all of a sudden now you need to get a jab because they have a brand new whatever. Now we have proof that this is actually killing people and we need to get everybody jabbed because we don't have everybody on board and we need to have all the currency we can get so you got to get jabbed. <laughs> Ain't that something? Money is going to be worthless but you're going to be worth everything. So if we're borrowing money, or if Russia's borrowing money from Canada, does it mean it borrows a million dollars, a million Canadians have to go over there, or whatever they have valued Canadians? Let's say they value each Canadian at 300,000 bucks. And we got 27 million Canadians. I mean, it turns out to like, what is it? Um, $5 billion? Something like that? Hold on. Let me get my calculator here. Doing things in my head. I'm not. I'm not as awake as I normally am. <laughs> so, what I mean by that, I, I'm, I've been up for a while and I'm doing this show. All right. So we got. I'm going to go with. We have 33 million people. 33 million. And you give each one 300,000 bucks. Okay, uh, we establish that value, 300,000. That works out to one, two, three. That's a billion. That's a trillion. You're looking at nine quadrillion, 900 trillion dollars. 
So if each one is worth $300,000 and they borrow a billion, does a billion of us have to go <laughs> to wherever who's borrowing the money? See, or, do, or are you wiped out until they start paying back the debt? See, there's a lot of stuff that we're not really getting. And again, I'm, and I'm being a little goofy about this. I'll be the first to admit it. But like I said, it makes you wonder now about this premiere coming in Alberta. And I hope she's got, she's real. But again, Albertans are going to be the ones who are going to have to make that decision. Because in Ontario, we have no government. What we have is a guy that stands shoulder to shoulder with a guy that just read a book on how to screw his own country. Imagine that. We are listening to a premier of Ontario saying, I stood shoulder to shoulder with the prime minister. <laughs> to make sure you guys don't have any rights. <laughs> you know, years and years I've been telling everybody that cancer is caused by epigenetic factors. In other words, things outside the body that get inside that affect the genetic code of a person. Well, the doctors just came out after so many years now, because that's how we used to work with it. After, what, 25, 30 years, they have now come out with a link actually saying the same thing. Can you imagine that? They should pay attention to the show more. They'd, get, they'd be a lot further ahead. <laughs> Died suddenly. I want to play this because I think you need to understand when you hear these goofballs say, oh, we can pull it out. <laughs> I'm not sure what they're pulling out. But in any case, I don't want to be there when they do it. <laughs> Hold on a second. Let's see if I find this. Yeah, there's Ding Dong. Uh-huh. I have it here somewhere. No. 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 Oh, jeez, where'd it go? I just had the thing. Is it here? Give me a second, bear with me. I had it, and it just decided to take a walk on the wild side. Is that one? No. Ah. Okay, I think I still have the page up. No, not that one. Okay, give me a... Oh, there it is. All right, I want you to listen to this. I think it's going to be an eye-opener for a lot of you, especially for those of you in Canada. Oh, Canada. You know, we got a ding-dong for Prime Minister. Jeez, please don't follow his footsteps. All right, hold on a second. Here we go. Here we go. On the Mark Mark. Mortuary professionals are saying we've had a death rate increase worldwide 25 to 40 percent. Afternoon. Everyone here today. Nice to see everyone. We feel sad about the facts we have to give to people. The fact is, these are life shortening injections. Everyone who gets shot after shot, after shot of these COVID shots is shortening their life with each and single injection. Some people die within two weeks, three weeks. They have a rapid internal event that ends their life extremely quickly. 
adolescents dying within three weeks of a first shot. Two shots makes it more likely to die, surprisingly, to the parents. To the doctors, to the doctors who got their fourth shot here in Canada, we have now 80 doctors between ages 20 and 55 who have died in the last 60 days. 80 doctors in Canada between the ages of 25 and 55 have died in the last 60 days. And it's only the physicians who are getting third and fourth shots who are dying suddenly. So they're a microcosm of society. Physicians are, I guess we would call us the most malleable people on earth. We're trying to help people. We're tr we try to listen positively to events and things that were told from above us in the medical food chain. And the medical food chain says, oh, take these shots. They're safe and effective. They'll work to reduce COVID. And we really must do it for everybody's help. Well, the shots have proven to not reduce COVID. The shots, once you get your third, and certainly once you get your fourth, your, your immune system is so fried, is so damaged, that you get COVID more easily. So, so this is my main message. I had to use the word sad to give you. It's sad to be foisted, to be foisted to take a medication and to have it to be so damaging. And the numbers are absolutely clear-cut how damaging it is. You can tell anyone. You can tell of your friends. You can tell your non-friends. The virus shot, and by the way, the shots contain 40,000 billion mRNAs in every shot. Every shot puts 40,000 billion mRNAs in. All righty. He's verifying what I've been telling you, that Moderna said they have 10 to the 50th power. That's an undicillin. That's how the term is used. Undicillin or undicillin. 10 to the 50th power. This is an operating system designed to hack every aspect of your body. That's why I said you cannot get this out. These doctors are so such horseshit, all of them. And I, and I really believe a lot of them are nothing but Trojan horses. You know, save your money. If, you've been, if you had the third shot... You know, start just use your money to take supplements and things to, to help ease your condition. Because if you have no immune system, that means anything can come along, take you out. So, I, and again, I'm of the mindset after what I've been reading, genetically and, and nanotechnology-wise, that this is a done deal. So if you ain't dead yet, then start using it. Now again, after even saying that, I don't know if they will even work because your DNA now is corrupted with another DNA. So I have no idea what to give people anymore. I have to go, I have to play it by ear. I'm basically starting over. If you haven't had the jab, I can give you whatever you need because you, your biology has not been tainted and the stuff that I'm going to give you will work with your biology because it was designed to work with your biology. But if someone comes along, says they got the jab, you can give them the herb, but chances are the herb is not going to do much. I always tell people if you're dealing with Nanotechnology, nanobiotech, not injections, but you've been exposed to the atmosphere, food, or whatever. Okay, you're not in the same situation. You can be, you can use the technology to shut down whatever you're dealing with. These people don't have that luxury anymore. So, 
I'll continue to sign. There isn't much more left. Hold on. Here we go. In your body, you've only got 30,000 billion cells. So it's enough for every cell of your body to have this in you. And when it's in you, it induces the body's response. The body's immune response to attack this protein inside your cell is to murder the cells of your body. And if the cells that your own immune system goes back and mur murders are heart cells, well, then you've got myocarditis. And you're going to die in five years of heart failure. And if the, heart, if the cells they're damaging are the cells of the base of your brain, you have a stroke three or four months later as your brain has an eruption of its vessel and you die of a stroke or you have a terrible stroke where you can't walk anymore. These beings in history. The pathologists have the answer. I'm not just standing up here saying this. I'm saying it because Dr. Ryan Cole, a world-famous pathology expert, has done paper after paper showing the deficiencies that are caused by this injection. We're killing y'all, and we know we're killing y'all, and we know you're, we're killing your children and future children, but it's time for pandemic amnesty. <laughs> I like that woman's voice. I really do. <laughs> She's got a nice ring to that. And now we're asking for pandemic amnesty. After we drop the gene bomb on you, we just want you to forgive us for killing everything in sight, wiping out all your economy, taking away your homes, your bank accounts putting you in internment camps, having the police beat the shit out of you like in Australia New Zealand, having horses stomp, stomp all over you like they did in, in Ottawa. Oh, it's okay. You know, we just want you to forgive us for all the abuse we put on you because we're going to do it again. <laughs> we're just waiting for you to forgive us so that we can do it again. And again, and again, and again. Because you guys will never learn. And by the time you figure it out, most of you will be dead anyway. You know, sounds a little bit harsh, I know. You know, but it's not harsh, really. It's a fact. And the fact is because the first time around, like I said, now all these doctors are coming out here. Oh, yeah, that's the bad thing they did. They're, oh, they did bad. Oh, bad. Oh, geez, bad. Did they do bad? Ooh, you know. Now they're here. After the, after the fact... That kind of doctor, as far as I'm concerned, is not a doctor. And I wouldn't trust him as far as I can crap. It's it's the way it is. They have they have maneuvered everybody and these court cases that are going on, even if they do find them guilty or non guilty, it ain't gonna matter. They're gonna wind up in some sort of hotel or some sort of mansion that they bought. And live out the rest of their lives in the mansion. They don't. They're not going to care. Imagine that. Imagine that. You know, it's 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 sad the way it is. You know, it really is sad the way it is. And you know what? For, for as a Canadian, it's even sadder for for me because I see a country that you know, was prosperous and was developing and evolving and now has become the laughing stock of the planet. I don't mind if countries laugh at us, but I have a problem with a prime minister that will sit there, 
tell us a book that's talking about an agenda to wipe out or to control the general population and to manipulate them so that they can make money. It was up to me Moderna would be kicked out of Canada. It was up to me they're going to open up a Pfizer plant that would never open up. You know, none of them would ever open up. You know, it's it's utterly astounding that we are in, like I said, in the mess we're in. It's, you know, and again, those of us who have woke up or been awake for a while have been carrying the weight of the battle. I will make a comment to those who've been jabbed at least two or three times and your immune system now is shot. Don't keep wearing the mask. You're just going to further cause brain damage, number one. Number two, you know, get ready for war. Get ready for war. And everything, just get ready for war. All right, I'm going to wind it down because I'm getting a little tired and um, fading here and there. And I don't want to be talking like, you know, uh, Joe Biden. Okay, you know, I don't want to do that. <laughs> you know. Well, I'll leave you with this last little bit. Women, dating, and why men have no interest. It ain't because men don't have a willy. It ain't because men don't have testosterone. It ain't because men don't have muscles. It ain't because men don't have a wallet. It ain't because men don't have a job or money. It's the reason, that is the reason why men will not do this anymore because why would they work all their lives just after 10 years, somebody wants to divorce them, takes everything away from them. So you got that going on. And a lot of women have been jabbed. And a lot of men don't want women who are jabbed. But they'll even tell them, no, I don't want a jabbed woman. Like I said, it's they have turned the world upside down. So when you read the link, it's it's pretty informative, and it'll give you it'll give both sides good ideas as to why uh, marriage is not a good idea. If you're going to get married, again, this is my take on it. After going through a divorce that basically uh, raped me raped me financially. If you are planning on getting married and you want to get a ring and all that, get yourself the rings and whatever, you know, have people at your place so that you can sign the contracts that you both are presenting at that event. So if each of you have a contract that you both agree to, then you're no longer incorporating the, United, the government of any government you're living in, no longer. So again, this is some, another thing you can do to eliminate uh, another unnecessary cost just because you're driving. So read that especially because there's going to be a lot there for a lot of you to grasp and begin to understand what they actually did and what they're doing now and how they're covering up. So okay, so until the next segment. Whoops. Well, sorry, I missed it. I always say it's, we are still here by the grace of God, so till the next segment, to your health. Take care.